live life? Or does life live you? Come join us as we rebel against life's expectations. And instead, live the thriving life we are made for. Come grow, prosper, and multiply with us in all areas of life. As we learn to thrive in who we are, what we do, and who we do it with. I'm Matt. I am Lindsay. And we are Thriving Ones. Hello and welcome to Coil Coaching's Thriving One podcast. So good to be back with you guys today. We've got a great topic for you as usual. And uh, before we do that, we're just going to jump into some announcements and share about what's going on and what's coming up. So, babe, Yay! What's, what's, what's up? What's up? <laughs> okay, so um, we haven't announced it in our podcast, but if you're in our social media, like we've kind of announced this as a saved date. But here you go. If you're watching this, you're listening to this, save this date and sign up right away when the link comes out. But we are going to have the event of the year and we're calling it Reframe to Reclaim. So there's more information on that. Like if you're in our email email list and or in our social for? media. And this is for everybody, but this is hosted by Coil Coaching Women in partnership with Coil Coaching, sorry, Coil Coaching, and our friend um, Ava Manuel, and she is the owner of From Show to Business. Mm. So you don't want to miss this event. Um, there's going to be more information later on, but it is the event of the year. If So if you're a part of Coil Coaching Women, you probably have heard of this, but if this is the first time you're hearing about this, um, there's some great speakers. I'll be speaking. Matt, our very own Matt Coyle, will be speaking, and Ava will be speaking. Yeah, so be great. we're excited about that. It'll like, be a good event. Yeah, and the heart behind it, just really quick, is um, I was listening to this podcast, and I thought that this would be such a great opportunity for all of us to be a part of. It's there's just a story of when you release your villains, the villains in your story, that's mm. when you can reclaim yeah. yourself. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Love so it. yeah, Love more it. information on that later. But all right. So <laughs> be uh, watching out for that if you're yes. uh, listening to this in the 2023 <laughs> April. Uh, no, we're in March. 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 So it's gonna be sorry, it's gonna be next uh it's gonna be on Friday, March twenty fourth. Yeah. Um, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. if you're in the Pacific time. And then if you are in Asia, that will be Saturday morning for you guys. So good. Love it. Excited for it. Mm -hmm. Also, we have our Kingdomized One program starting April 13th. So if you missed the last time or even yes. interested in joining our six-month part-time um, personal development program, that focuses on um, all areas of your life from identity, destiny, and your relationships. Mm -hmm. That'll be starting up again. We just wrapped it up a couple of weeks ago. We had a phenomenal time. You can go on our social media and check out some of the testimonies that'll be coming mm -hmm. out uh, just to hear a bit more about that. Uh, so that'll be in the mix coming up. Uh, if you want to find more information, go to coilcoaching.com yes. and uh, look under our personal development programs mm -hmm. and click on Kingdomized One. And that'll uh, give you all the details, dates, and uh, what to expect. Yay. All right. So good things coming up. We're excited and uh, so glad to be with you guys again today. Um, we love doing our podcast and just being with our uh, community mm -hmm. that's tuning in and listening and, and participating. 
Today, we want to hit on a topic called Motivated by Love. <clears throat> it's a book title that I've been wanting to write and I've been mm-hmm. cultivating over the years. And uh, coming out of our last uh, topic that we were focusing on in our podcast mm-hmm. um, on discernment, the power of discernment, uh, it kind of naturally leads mm-hmm. into that. And uh, discernment has to have uh, some kind of truth behind it, giving it direction. And for us as believers, um, and even if you're not a believer, the reality of love, the moral system of love is so key to to direct what we do, how we think, how we live our life, how we interact as yeah. family, yeah. friends, community, etc., um, it's, it's so key. So I wanted to dive into a little bit, mm, kind of like what, what's been our story of our mm-hmm. influence of, you know, how are we living our life through love? Yeah. How are we being motivated by love and how key it is? Yeah, um, and so there's a, a few, <laughs> there's a few, uh, I don't know, influences out there that I can think of one being some shows, uh, one being a book that turned into a movie, which is the shack, mm-hmm. um, and then and then yeah. the recent series, the chosen ones, the chosen, the, the cho- chosen, chosen, the chosen ones, <laughs> the series, the chosen has really been this really beautiful uh, way of communicating the heart of Christ mm-hmm. um, in different ways. Obviously, the chosen is actually a historical story of Jesus mm-hmm. with some of their own, you know, renditions of how okay. scenarios played out, yeah. storylines played out, but it really conveys the heart of how do we walk in love yeah. with those around us? Yeah. And, you know, in my 23 years of doing full-time ministry, uh, supporting people um, and counseling, coaching, mm-hmm. mentoring, discipleship, ministry, church ministry, the list goes on missionary work. Right. We've done a, we've done so a, we've done a hodgepodge of all yeah. kinds of things related around um, supporting people and discipling people, I guess. And it always comes down to how am I communicating the heart of the father, which is love. Uh, Scripture tells us that uh, God is love. Mm -hmm. Uh, In Matthew 22, 37, uh, it talks about, you know, what is the greatest commandment? Mm -hmm. And Jesus uh, says, it's to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, yeah. and to love others oh. as you love yourself. And that's kind of been our one of our guiding scriptures, our mm-hmm. guiding moral systems in what we do in coil coaching. And it's it's one of the passions in my own life is mm-hmm. the how does the world come into a place of connection? How do mm-hmm. families and and organizations, groups, you know, Mm -hmm. how do they come in together? They come together when we understand the function of love and Mm -hmm. how to operate in that. And that's the basis of our kingdomized one program too, is, um, is love. What is, what is love actually made up of? And, Mm -hmm. um, but before I go on, is there anything you want to add to to that or come to your thoughts? Well, I have a couple of things, but uh, in line with what you have just mentioned, um, I do have this uh, board in front of my desk mm. and um, just like yourself, you know, like I'm trying to think like, what is 
what's what 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 are we all about you know because i think right. when you see it in front of you it makes it reminds you consistently at least for me it reminds me consistently to not forget who i am yeah and what what i do like you know the motivation behind what i do and right. so i have this thing it's called Lo- love is my assignment yeah so love can be defined many different ways in the scriptures and even in the dictionary but for me I was like, wow, like in any given situation, you know, in any circumstance, like marriage, um, Mm. family, and where we're going, you know, even especially our coil coaching, like, I need to be reminded um, that love is my assignment, that no matter what, you know, in conflict or in agreement, um, love is my assignment. And Um, we may be talking about this later on or in another podcast, but I do feel like love and honor coexist. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the ways that love can exist and can be modeled is through honor. Mm-hmm. And through honor, you can actually look at your body. <clears throat> so I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here, but that's like, you know, the body is so diverse, is so different from each other. The functions and everything, the needs, we have doctors for each part. Right. <laughs> just so like, you know, like, wow, like it's not just one function. It's just not one. And so, so anyway, those are my thoughts, like pre, pre-thoughts um, that I wanted to share with you guys, like as we go through this podcast and maybe the next few podcasts. So, yeah, I mean, this could, Easily going for a while, but we'll probably keep it at two, maybe three at the most, because we want to move through different topics and really inspire and empower people with thought processes yeah. and and be encouraged in life. Um, I think we can easily jump off of, you know, honor. And yeah. um, when we think about love, obviously, the scripture describes love in a long list. You know, love is patient. Love is mm-hmm. kind. Um, love is humble love honors others. Yeah. And when I think about honor, I think about the definition that I've heard before that honor treats people according to who I, I, I treat oh, yes. people according to who I am, not yes. according to who they are. Right. And that's, that's determined by me saying, Hey, listen, I'm pursuing love mm-hmm. and I'm pursuing, uh, treating people well Yes. to simplify it. Right. Yes. So if someone's mean to me, if I react to them being mean to me mm. um, in the best, in the worst scenario, if I'm acting like them, yeah. then honor isn't being expressed. Honor is only expressed when someone's mean to me yeah. at its highest, highest form. Yeah. When someone's maybe mean to me and I reflect, reflect with patience. I reflect mm-hmm. with kindness. Yeah. Cause the reality is, is love is most powerful mm. and love is deployed in difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the best ways to think about love. Though mm-hmm. love is expressed yeah. in the easy times right. and expressed in the good times. Mm-hmm. Uh but the depth of love is really expressed in the mm-hmm. hard times. Yeah. Love yeah. is and I think the only way we can activate love is through humility. Mm, that's good. And you know in in uh Matthew 5, it talks about the Beatitudes. And Jesus, one of the first things Jesus teaches his disciples Mm -hmm. is humility. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Yeah. Okay. So poor in spirit, simplified, means humility. And humility is simply 
I would say me having the eyes to see something bigger than myself. Mm-hmm. So if someone is being mean to me, having the maturity of love to be in that situation and to observe, I call it outside mm-hmm. observation. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? Yeah. So let's say I'm here as I cover up your face right now <laughs> <laughs> on the video. If I'm here and somebody's here mm-hmm. and this person's being mean to me, right? Right. They're being mean to me. Being an outside observer is me stepping outside of myself and the moment and observing what is actually going on. And this leads into discernment again, the gift of discernment, being able to recognize what is actually Mm -hmm. taking place. Yeah. Now, normally if someone's mean to me, it's natural to feel some of that, that hurt, even depending on, you know, their nearness to me. Right. So if I do something mean to you, you're going to, it's going to be a little bit more painful than someone on the street that you don't know. Right. For sure. So, and most powerfully in relationships that are mm-hmm. like husband and wife, because those are the mm-hmm. closest, the ones you step on each yeah. other the most, you rub the most, right? Yes. All a part of God's plan to <laughs> mature us. But the reality is if I can step outside and see this person being mean and I can have the eyes of eternity, I call it the perspective of heaven. Mm-hmm. People are normally mean for a reason. Yeah. You could do something. Or if someone's mean to you for another reason, you do something small and then their reaction is bigger. Mm -hmm. There's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. And you're not the reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let me say that again. Like if, if you do something small and they react bigger, you're not the reason. Something else is the reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so having the maturity of thought and awareness to be present with what's going on is huge in the action. Mm-hmm. And the mindset of yeah. humility. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so what is happening here? Right. So mm-hmm. that is the key. And one of the things I kind of want to lean into is, you know, for us to walk in humility and walk in love, we have to mature and be intentional to understand people. Yeah. And that's kind of a big part of what we do in coil coaching in mm-hmm. mentoring, coaching, consulting with people is. Yeah. Seeking to understand where people are at, Mm -hmm. helping them realize it so that they can move forward in power, move forward in authority, move forward in experiencing love Mm because it's each of our destinies. Yeah. Love is your destiny. It's your destination. Mm -hmm. It's your calling. Yeah. It's so key to who we are as individuals. That's, That's really good. It reminds me of like when I was... Um, readmitted to the hospital after giving birth to Madison. Right. And I was in pain, you know, and, and there was so much confusion for me. Like um, I kind of knew what was happening, but I Mm. didn't, you know, I knew I was just being brought back to the hospital because I was dying. (laughs) Right. That's another story. Like, you know, it was life threatening, definitely. And I had just given birth to Madison, Mm -hmm. like two weeks. It was your birthday actually. So, so, And I just was reminded, like, you know, all these people were in there, like the nurses and the doctor and the the rapid response team, I think, you know, like trying to keep me alive, put oxygen in my mouth. And to be honest, you know, like, I think this is a picture, too, of like, you know, like if and I wanted to respond in a way like I don't understand what's happening. But I remembered like my response wasn't 
it may have looked like that I was upset or scared because I was scared. Yeah. I was afraid of something that I didn't understand that I could have lashed out to the people who were trying to help me. Right. And you see that a lot, like in the movies sometimes, you know, like that, that, that someone that you're trying to care for and, you know, and they're the doctors and the nurses and, but because the the patient is in pain, they could lash out to the very people that are trying to help them, you know? And so it's not, it's not that they're angry at the doctors. Like they may look, they may know that they're angry at them, but they're not the reason, right? you know? And so that kind of reminds me of like, oh my man, like when I was feeling so sick and everything you know and it was helpless yes and and just like the thoughts you know so I was filled with with fear and anxiety and and if I ended up lashing out to any of them it wasn't because of them you know because they were trying to help me yeah right it was because of me and they're trying to help me get to the place of health and if Mm -hmm. these people didn't love what they were doing and they didn't love you know they have a love for their patient then I would not have been here or you know we would not have been brought to a healthier place yeah and so it kind of reminded me of that like sometimes like we need to be in the perspective of like the the patient you know like okay they're not mad you know they made think that they're mad at me, but it's not me. It's because they're in pain, they're afraid, and for some reason, they probably don't understand what's happening. And there may have been some other things that are going on Yeah. that you, yeah. So walking in, that's right, walking in humility and walking in sometimes like like the, the, the calm and just the, the stability as well. Yeah. You know, knowing who you are. I think that's what it is. Like knowing who you are. Like the doctor's not going to argue with the patient because he knows who he is and he knows what he can do to help. Right. I think, yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Like, oh. Yeah. And I like that you're describing it that way because, Mm -hmm. you know, as if you're a believer um, or if you're developing in your own growth as a person, Uh, be it in a family, be it in a business, mm-hmm. right? Because these skill sets are very important as a leader right. in a business, You're running a business, working with um, clients to working with uh, mm-hmm. um, people that you're selling a product to, to running a team, you know, having this, I would call it a high perspective mm. or a high awareness yes. is so key to leading well, Yeah, be it in your family, be it in yeah. a business, be it in a ministry, wherever you're at. And sometimes we think that we can read uh, the scripture, you know, or read the Bible and be like, okay, cool. Love says be patient. Mm -hmm. So I'm practicing patience. (laughs) But the reality is, is patience isn't something you just choose to do. Patience is something that's developed outside of actual patience. Yes. Patience is like a fruit. Yes. It's a byproduct of knowing how to be present Mm -hmm. And be aware of what's going on around you. Yeah. So it's like this. I can be patient with my daughter without trying to be patient. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. one, because I love her. So what does that mean? I have an investment into her. Yes. Um, I'm aware of where she's at in her journey as a seven-year-old. Oh, yeah. And um, when I'm in my best state, right? When I'm in my mm-hmm. most aware moment, um. And she's throwing a fit. I can be calmed and composed Mm -hmm. and I can be aware because I understand what's going on within her. I know I can be patient, not do patience because there's this big shift between Mm -hmm. uh, doing it without being 
which is works, right? Me trying to do it without actually owning it. And there's Mm -hmm. a certain wiggle room and space for that where you have to just do it at times. Mm -hmm. But there's a more powerful authority that comes when you're being it. Yeah. And kind of one of the things that we hit on in our Kingdom Eyes One program is how do we, how do you grow into love, Mm -hmm. the higher levels of awareness of love. And so that's a huge part of it. It's not just be patient or be kind. It's growing in patience and kindness within Mm -hmm. yourself so that you're not in turmoil here. Because when you're in turmoil here and here, right, (laughs) then any little thing around you can set you off. Yeah. And I think that's a a huge truth to working with people, Mm -hmm. be it in your family again or business or a leadership position, that if you're aware of what's going on within you mm-hmm. and you are meeting that need as it is, yeah. um, then you can be more, you have more real estate, you have more mm-hmm. space yeah. to be present for others, to lead them well. Right. And to say like, if they're being mean to me, I can be present to look through their words yeah. of pain mm-hmm. and see that there's pain happening. I might not know what right. it is, but there's pain happening. And I can, I can lean into, yeah. Hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm here for you. Yeah, that's really good. Connecting in love. Yeah. Then I can activate love mm-hmm. at a deeper level. Yeah, that's really good. And it brings into this thought, like, um, practically wise, like what I do, because sometimes, you know, it's not perfect. Like when mm-hmm. your child is um, disagreeing with you, you know, throwing a tantrum and you want them to be able to think for themselves. Yeah. You know, that's the key. You know, they're not little robots. Like they're people <laughs> and you're, you're training them, you know, but that's for right. another discussion. But one of the things that I do is when I feel like I'm overwhelmed, um, and I'm going into the impatience situation here, I, um, we've trained our daughter where I would tell Madison, um, I need to step out of the room. Right. And I would say, like, I'll go to the bathroom, I'll go to the bedroom. And I was like, mommy just needs to take care of something. So it shows her that it's not her responsibility. It is mine. Right. I need to take care of it. And when I do that, I ask myself, like, what are some of the things that I have been carrying during the day that I need to unload now right. for the next five minutes so I can be fully present with my daughter? So that means that she doesn't have to control or she doesn't have to tiptoe around me right because she's trying to like manage me it's like i tell madison you i manage me you manage you okay so i do that and so when i come to madison like this is one of the things that i ask her now like madison is there something that you have been carrying in your heart that you want to release and unload because it gives her a a specific Mm. like like um context of like oh the reason why I'm snappy or whatever is maybe because, you know, I've, you know, I, I, I was in disagreement with a friend or whatever, you know, and most likely she tells stories and say like, oh, this happened earlier and that happened earlier. And she just talks. I yeah. let her talk with all the emotions, like she's happy and then she's upset and all the emotions. And right. I watch her without interrupting <laughs> her. I watch her. I listen to her. And all of a sudden she says this, hmm. My heart feels so much better now, mommy. Yeah. And sometimes in the middle of that, I say, Madison, how's your heart? She'll say this. It's like this. <laughs> so it's half. I said, oh, oh, okay. What would it look like for us to put it like this? And then she'll talk it. some more. And yeah, then all yeah. of a sudden she'll like, mommy, my heart is this now. I love it. Yeah. Oh, it's so wonderful. <laughs> and I know it's with a child, but yeah. kid you not, this works for you and I as well. 
Right. You're describing, Mm -hmm. you know, a listening skill. Yes. Which is huge. One of the core elements that we teach in our, in our coaching program, our coaching certification of being able to work with people and help them discover what they need Mm -hmm. to move forward in success. Yeah. There's a, there's a huge skill set to listening and being present. Mm -hmm. You're not there to give answers. You're there to inquire. And I think I was talking to someone yesterday uh about this topic and it's the the heart of love is the heart to be curious Mm, i like that and what that means is when someone is being rude to you or snappy at you Mm. you're able to be outside of that situation so not taking it personal Mm -hmm. but recognizing that my emotions are starting to feel uh, red, we call them red light emotions are feeling Mm -hmm. red light emotions anger you know frustration whatever it might be fear I can stand outside those emotions and observe right. the situation to actually move forward because mm-hmm. you can be led, led by your emotions or you can led by your logic. And, and I think a mixture of the two of them, yeah. hopefully you can hear this right. You know, we're not mm-hmm. led by our emotions. Both of those pieces, logic and emotions give us information to make decisions. Yes, right. Exactly. So that's what I, what yeah. I want to hit on that, but saying like, okay, how can I, how can I, empathize so emotions come in with empathy mm-hmm. can i feel what they're feeling yeah and the only way i can do that is if i can be curious not um not be defensive oh yeah because yeah. if someone's attacking me we normally want to defend but if i step outside the situation mm-hmm. kind of like it's like this uh logic not it's this uh mental exercise yeah and i'm i'm saying let me be curious there there's mm-hmm. there's uh there's something hard happening here. Let me be curious and not in a way that's saying what's wrong with you. Ah, oh, you know, yeah. it's more about seeking to understand like, yeah. Hey, I, 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 it seems like you're upset. Mm-hmm. Hey, how can I help you? What's going on? You know, and, that's or listening to the cues of I'm upset and this mm-hmm. is why. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that might not be the reality in the moment, but it's mm-hmm. the reality to that person. Yeah. So, me arguing about their reality that might not be true isn't mm-hmm. productive. Me being with them in their experience, that's the key. even if I'm the, I'm, I'm not helping the situation. That's the real trick here. Mm-hmm. Being with them in their situation and connecting with their experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, understanding, being curious. Hey, what's going on? Why do you mm-hmm. feel this way? Maybe why are you right. feeling fearful? Why are you feeling worried? Right. Instead of giving advice, which is a parent thing to do, a oh, friend thing absolutely. to do. I think we're all programmed to give advice to help people move on. Yeah. And what we steal in that moment is connection. That's it. Because yep. we we connect through our emotions. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. when I seek to understand and I empathize with them, yeah. I'm seeking to connect with their heart. I'm seeking to connect with where they're at, not give them solutions. That's yeah. logic-based only. Yeah. When I do that, and it's so easy, and when I work with my clients, it's one of the first things I've got to teach is, you know, mm-hmm. don't give yourself solutions just learn to connect with yourself because that when we talk about love i call it the not the the three core pillars of love is value acceptance and connection the outcome Mm. of love is about connection that's why christ was sent to the earth that's so good to reconnect us Mm -hmm. to god and so god's interested in connection he's interested in us experiencing acceptance from each other Mm -hmm. and that happens through us having value Mm. not having to agree value is not determined about agreement value is determined for i see you as a unique piece of heaven Mm -hmm. that's different than me yeah. The way you do things, the way you dress, mm-hmm. you know, 
you wear glasses. I don't wear glasses. I have a beard. You don't have a beard, obviously, oh, right? Yeah. But we have all these little preferences. <laughs> yes. But the reality is I'm not interested in agreeing. I'm interested in, in saying, Connection. I see your diversity mm-hmm. and it's valuable. Yeah. I actually really need it. Yeah. To be balanced, to be, you know, well-rounded. Yeah. It's most of us, you know, and um, mm. one of the things I love also science and psychology because it kind of connects with the reality of who we are made to be, you know, and how God designed us and the function, the function. Yeah. And I, I, I was listening, I was reading this um, concept about like, obviously because I'm a mom and I do a lot of things right. with Madison and yes. most of the stuff I learned. Our little her, teacher. I know. Teaches I mean, us a lot about she life. A lot about <laughs> life. And we also like yes. use some of the stuff that we're, we're using with her, with our clients. And yeah. And one of the things that this child psychologist said, like parenting is 80% connection yes. and 20% guidance. Yes. And that's also true with the concept of love and also the concept of what we do in mm-hmm. well coaching. It's because um, he, she said that there's no reason for our children to follow our advice if they don't feel connected and trust is not built. Right. Because this is the thing, like once the trust is there, it's not going to be so hard to provide guidance. Yeah. Because they're going to trust your leadership. They're going to trust your parenting. And then they're like, oh, okay, I know that my mom and my dad can, can connect with me. Yeah. And it goes with anybody, our relationships and and sometimes, and, and mostly our clients too, that when they can see not just only like we are good at what we do, like yeah. our skill set, but they can actually, because they come to us with their life yes. stuff. And so this is more than just like, let me give you a, a makeup tutorial, you know, although they are great. Okay. They are great. Um, but it's, it's, it's in, it's, you're going into this, this part of who they are that are like, it's been hidden for a while. And mm-hmm. then I'm just uncovering this in front of you, you know, so it's 80% connection, 20% guidance. It's okay. almost like you don't even really have to try really hard if you get the connection point right. And if right. you say like the, you know, coming in to understand, coming in to mm-hmm. listen, coming in not to provide solutions, but just to like understand and coming in to listen, then when you, when it's time to provide the solutions and the guidance, it's not going to be super hard. Right. It's only 20% of what you need to do. So I yeah. And, great. and the reality is this, that emotions for connection to happen, emotions mm-hmm. is the doorway, I like to call it. It like is that. the, it is the, yep. it is the point. And, and why is that? Well, it's because it's, it's empathy. Mm-hmm. Empathy is about feeling what they're feeling. Yeah. Or feeling together. Yep. That means you're both feeling the same emotion. There's mm-hmm. this, that's where, that's the point of overlap. Yeah. And God created emotions specifically for us and for us to accept value. Um, the importance mm-hmm. of emotions and how they function. Mm-hmm. If we don't, then we're missing out on so much. Oh, yeah. We think we're connecting because mm-hmm. our culture, our, our home culture growing up communicated, mm-hmm. you know, we, we hang out, we do things together and maybe we eat together, which is all, right. you know, uh, functions of moving towards connection. But if mm-hmm. there's no emotional relating happening, yeah. then there is no actual intimacy yes, happening. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And it's so a doorway, that's what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's a doorway to let us know what's going on internally. Mm-hmm. And it's the doorway to connecting to others. Yeah. And so we have to be able to understand the importance of emotions, mm-hmm. uh, which we cover in our kingdomized one program Absolutely. and then how to unite yeah. that. And I know ha- ha- it's shifted my life. It's shifted mm-hmm. our connection oh, and our relationship. Yeah. 
And then also the setup for our relationship Mm -hmm. with Madison and how to connect with her, especially when she is throwing a fit, which is a normal thing for kids. You know, if they're hangry, tired or disappointed, Mm -hmm. you know, or something's happened during the day, uh, they're, they're not mad at us. Uh Right. We might say to do something, but they don't want to because they're still upset about something. Something else. Yes. Right. Something else is affecting them. Mm -hmm. The goal is for us to sit down and say, Hey, let me connect with how you're feeling. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. And, and I, and I want to like jump in on that since we're talking about Madison, like she's grown really to, um, mature in the age that she's in with her emotionally. Right. Like, um, when she was way, way younger, there was more fits, more tantrums, but as she grew and she has, um, like able to like name her emotions right. name what's going on have more language to actually say like how she's doing she um because of just like i guess like observing us and how we model it for her she actually there are times where she's the one that tells us and without us having to right. ask her right like she's so confident like this is what she's uh, sensing this is how she's experiencing yes. us this is how she's experienced the situation right and she's actually also uh, many multiple times have been able to um come to me or come to matt and say like i'm so sorry for this and then she's naming all the things like why she's upset you know like and she's grown and it's yeah, totally. so encouraging to see this work on us both of us right. and also work on madison right you know and our dynamics and relationship to where like she's not just a little person in our family she is a person in our family she's just younger you know and she feels honored you right. know honored in her in her um, ways of communicating with us. And mm. and if there are times where that she needs, she doesn't have the tools and and I know that she's ready for a certain tool to use right, and we right. introduce it to her and she's like, right. and she starts thinking like, oh, it's her idea. You know, she oh, starts yeah. thinking That's that this is my idea. You it's know, like ownership. She, yes. And mm. she starts teaching us about what we just taught her and ex- she's explaining it to us. So, so it's, it's it's it works, you know. Yes. All I'm saying is that, like, you know, I'm I know that we're doing some some uh, some concepts here, but yeah. when you like, it's, if you go through our program and you submit, <laughs> um, I won't say submit, but if you apply yourselves, yeah. like we do our part yeah. and you do our part, kid you not, like you will see breakthrough in how you understand yourself how you understand others and how you work in your relationships. Like it is a very effective program. I went through it, you know, because we taught it, (laughs) we went through it and it changed my life. And, and there's countless of students that we have that are like, this was the missing piece. You know, even students that have been in leadership for 15 years, 20 years down to five years, you know, it really is for everybody. So I guess like I'm just promoting it right now too. I know shamelessly, shamelessly because well, it that's affects, our heart. Yeah, it, our heart is to help. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Well, our, our heart is to equip people mm-hmm. with love. Yes. And that that description of what we're talking about, how it goes into your personal life, into your family life mm-hmm. dynamics, to your leadership life yes. dynamics. Um, you know, it's it's we're so passionate about it. We keep bringing up our program because <laughs> it's coming back up again. Yeah. But the reality is, is it's why we're alive. Yeah. Like we don't do this. We haven't taken the risk we have to mm-hmm. create this business to reach right. a broader spectrum of people from in the church, out of the church. Yep. Just because we want to make money. The reality is, is our calling 
Yeah. And so we're excited to yeah. communicate this. And that's one of the reasons why we do this, this podcast is to get that encouragement, get that yeah. empowerment. Cause I know for sure I, I grew up, we were doing ministry for a long time mm-hmm. and we were mature in our age and, and we were married and there's a lot of things we didn't know. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until we kind of got bankrupt in certain areas yeah. and learn a new skill set mm-hmm. to help us go to that next level. Yeah. Especially when we started, when we had Madison, we started yeah. recognizing yeah. like we we're not, we, we're yeah. running out our skills that we used in our early twenties and our twenties and third, early thirties mm-hmm. wasn't working anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. And we needed to upskill our love yeah. ability and capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, as we're wrapping up this podcast, you know, how do you kind of sum up what we're talking about today? I would, I would challenge you mm-hmm. that, that as you starting to walk through your life, inviting yeah. the Holy spirit or to think about a higher mindset mm-hmm. or have a, God perspective. And what yes. I mean by that is if you're in a situation with a relationship or uh, a situation in life, try to step out of your mm-hmm. pain yeah. and observe both of your pains. Yeah. Step outside mm-hmm. of that like ownership of wanting to defend yourself right? and say, yeah. what's really going on here? Mm-hmm. What are they, uh, yeah. what is it that they're in pain for? Be curious. Mm-hmm. And then what am I, why am I so triggered or offended or um, insecure even why am i so insecure mm. be curious yeah and if you can step outside then you're actually not just um being care for both parties but you're actually mm-hmm. partnering with god yeah and i'm i'm gonna end with this verse and i know you got something here too <laughs> but in uh john 15 9 it says as the father has loved me mm-hmm. so have i loved you now remain in my love. Ooh. If you obey my commands, um, you will remain in my love, mm-hmm. just as I have obeyed my father's commands and yeah. remained in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you Ooh. and that your joy may be complete. And so he's saying here ah. this reality of uh, of not uh, commands, mm-hmm. but of instruction to be in the joy yeah. that God has called us to authentic joy. Yeah. If I'm choosing to walk in his, in his mm-hmm. ways in his pers- with his perspective, with his eyes, for, with eternity yeah. in mind, with his eyes outside the situation, mm-hmm. like God's not siding with either of us. He's interested. Oh, he sides with love. Yeah. yeah. That's the reality That's here. Good. How do I side with love and see with those mm. eyes outside of my pain and outside of their pain? Oh, what do you want to end up with? Well, I just wanted to share this scripture, maybe as a prayer for all of us, yeah. you know? So um, it's in 1 Corinthians 13, 8, and I'm reading from the Passion Translation. Mm. And it just says, love never stops loving. Yeah. So I do believe like in even in that phrase that if love never stops loving, that that means we never stop growing and learning. Right. You know, and walking in that humility. So may we all experience that greater measure of love that never stops loving for us and for the people around us. And so we just thank you for that love that never stops loving. Yeah. Thank you, Lauren. Mm. We bless you guys. So good to be with you again. And we can't wait to be with you next time. Bye-bye.